When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Welcome back to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. This is season two. This is season two, and you're like, what the fuck is season two? Like, this isn't The Sopranos. This, this is this is a podcast where you have a comedian, me, Day Peace, and I get to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. The whole platform is laid out for me to just explore and talk and just get stuff off my spirit. Um, but for season two, what I wanted to do is kind of reformat the, the podcast a little bit. And I wanted to kind of bring on more people and, uh, just people that I love that I want to talk to, just have conversations with, sometimes interview. Um, and I gotta be honest for this episode, this is a very special episode because I'm bringing on one of my favorite people, person on earth, like on planet earth. Absolutely love this person. Uh, I, like I gotta say, not more than my wife or my kids just you know for legal purposes but uh absolutely love this person she is my best friend uh my sister tiffany armstead uh very talented photographer writer director uh she actually writes you know uh shorts and she films them and and uh we actually talk a little bit about that which she doesn't really share this information uh we had to cut a lot of the episode because we laughed so much and so hard that a lot of the audio just wasn't I couldn't use it like it would just be a lot of like and like us laughing and like you guys not understanding it because you didn't hear everything so uh, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoy it's it's, a, it's fun we're gonna jump into the conversation a little bit mid uh, we just kind of started talking about comedy and uh, I get to asking her what uh, what makes her laugh. So uh, please enjoy just really a conversation with my sister, my best friend in the whole world, and uh, enjoy. I don't know. Like, that's one of the hardest questions. So... I am weird. <laughs> like, I I am. I feel like my humor with you is completely different with my humor with my parents, which is completely different with my humor with my friends. Like, one friend who uh, uh, wants to be nameless, she knows who she is. <laughs> she does. But, like, we have the darkest sense of humor. And... She is the only person, I promise you. Like, I keep stuff deep, uh, like deep down stuff buried until I see her so I can bring it back up and so we can laugh about it. And I always tell her, like, you're the only one that I can laugh like this with and about because otherwise, yeah, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's dark. It's dark. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, I enjoy a good joke, though. I enjoy a good setup. I enjoy a good punchline. I like dad jokes. Like, I'm all over the place. If it's like shocking or riddle or something that kind of surprised me, I like, I like a great story. So that's the reason why I think if I ever did a top 10 list, which I, I wouldn't just because I would forget the one person that I should have put on there after I finished the list and everybody be like, but what about, and I'm like, oh crap. So, but my, my top 10 list would just be completely different from one to 10. Like uh, you put George Carlin. I love George Carlin. Always love George Carlin. But then at the same time, he's hilarious. But then half of his stand up is also speaking truth. So you're just like hilarious, hilarious. And then it, it turns into like this whole platform and I'm at, you know, and I'm just like, yes, yes, exactly that. <laughs> yes. But, um, and, or like uh, Dick Gregory is the same way. Went to see Dick Gregory. He was hilarious. And then 
bam, he started with his platform and you just, you feel it. Like you right there with it. So I love stuff like that too. But then at the same time, I like stupid things. Like I like Hannibal Barris. And I like when he talks about pigeons. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that that tickles me. <laughs> did you say tickle? Yes, <laughs> I did. Shut up. You're a six-year-old black woman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even know what we were talking about. See, this is the problem with us, and this is this is my main. Can I critique the podcast for a minute while I'm on the podcast? <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> you have the floor. One of the things that I love, but also is hilarious to me, is that we have these conversations, which they kind of go into this winding river in which, you know, you have branched out here and here and here. And so you have that on your podcast, but it's just you. So I can follow it when it's us, but when it's just you, it's just winding rivers. And then you stop somewhere and you stay there and we never get back to the river. And I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I like this detour. I love it. You know, I wish we this was our destination, but it was not. <laughs> I find it funny because when we have these situations, I think I'm a little better than you. But when I say a little bit better, I'm talking about ten percent better of going <laughs> like looping us back into the point. <laughs> so, but mm-hmm. many of times, and just like that happened we have to stop and go well where did we start off with this conversation and so um so if you're listening to this and you're just like I have no idea what they're talking about don't worry you won't (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like that is the goal now (laughs) like it's like when when I started it uh I was going to say last year, but actually um, the first episode came out uh, early January. I really didn't know what I wanted to do with the, um, with the, with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I just knew I love the idea of, of kind of talking through my thoughts and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not great at sitting down and writing a bunch of jokes. It really just kind of come out through a process and a lot of times that's talking or, you know, you know, just having conversations with people sometimes on stage, just, just, just it, but it has to like, for me, verbally come out for season two. I really just want to talk with, you know, people like just normal people, <laughs> um, people that I particularly care for and, and have just, you know, fun, weird conversations. But ultimately I realize each episode should just have one focus. <laughs> like, like I try to do, like I sit down and I have like honestly like three to three to four things that I'm like, hey, if I get to them, I get to them. I typically don't. <laughs> I typically don't get to any of them, and I'll probably get to one, but it's the one that I didn't plan on getting to really. So now season two is just maybe going to have one focus. I'm going to talk more to people that I want to talk to, especially with the quarantine. And uh, I'll just keep going. I like your little river and stream. I'll just keep going in a lot of different places, but I want to make sure I cover just that one thing. So, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm your biggest critic about this podcast. Um... (laughs) I I would say about life. I can't can't think of many times that, uh, like, events in my life where you haven't been... Uh, a very strong voice. Do you remember the night I spray painted Laura's, or allegedly? Oh. I say allegedly <laughs> for, for I, cop purposes. I think statue of limitations is already. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Uh, yeah, but you remember you like you really like talked me off of the ledge, or at least like talked sense into me. Yes. Um, where like where where does that come from? Like like. Did you have a best friend or someone like that prior that that really, you know, did the things for you that you do for your friend? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so mean. But um, self-made I, bitches. <laughs> 
No, I I think it's a situation of, you know, good family, like uh, in place. Uh, one of the people I've always considered to be my best friend was my auntie Angel. Um, and it's just kind of like that type of, once you see that type of relationships, uh, her, her friends, her and my mom, who were best friends, you kind of just have that. And, um, you was this little black boy who went to Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) and I was so concerned for you because here you are spray painting cars like you are not this little black boy from Detroit. <laughs> and all I kept thinking was like, is this it? Do I have to now accept charges? Do I got to put <laughs> money on your books? Like what is happening? So my whole goal in life was to keep you out of jail. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so, oh. you know, success. What, what what do you think um, has kept us together for 40 years? I, I think it's just because we both accept who we are. Even when we like are frustrated by each other, at the end of the day, we both accept each other. So because of that, we can get into these arguments or in the, into these debates or when we agree with each other and the pettiness is an all-time high, we just yes. vibe. So that's that's what it is. I think it's just acceptance. One of the things I've always thought was interesting is people who do not argue with friends. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because you hear that, like, oh, yeah, we never... We never discuss this or we don't discuss serious <laughs> things. Oh, but yeah, it's just that whole idea. Like if you're completely in agreement constantly with someone or if you're it, like your same outlook is the exact same. I don't know if you have a, a true friendship. Now, I'm not judging anybody who has those type of friendships. They are a type of friendship, but I don't know if it's long lasting because my thing is if to people that you think about and you don't want to call them or you don't want to call them to curse them out like I did for you in Minnesota <laughs> when you told me that. Like, if you don't want to do that, then I don't, I, I feel sorry for you. I feel like your friendship is not as layered as well as not as matured. Because, I mean, we make jokes. Like, we've known each other for 40 years, but um, we've, we've been friends since seventh grade. And uh, I don't see that changing. I I would I would definitely judge those people. <laughs> I don't think I think your relationships are dumb. Like I'm just gonna say that. Um, Monica Monica has a best friend named Trish. Uh, she was the maid of maid of honor. Mm-hmm. They've been best friends for a very long time, and they never argue. Like they never. Well, at least at least not like I don't know about it if they do like I will say this Trish makes some very questionable relationship decisions and so that that drives Monica crazy and in my personal opinion I don't think Monica's that good of a friend as far as like (laughs) reaching out to people you know like just you know like like they go they go a long time without without speaking and she'd be like, we talk every day. And I'm like, eh, show, show me the Carfax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> show me the receipt. Uh, no, uh, so let's, let's do something real quick. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but we did talk about, um, I just recently uh, released my first Yay! comedy album, which has been, a, <laughs> thank you. It, it's been a very, uh, it's been a very interesting process. And um I, I, I bring that up to say you actually have watched it and um, you've obviously been, you know, a huge supporter of, of me and, and, and my comedy mm-hmm. for a very long time. Um, what was your, and you're actually, I think the first person to really, you know, obviously there's been people that's been buying it and pre-ordering and everything, but now that it's out, um, I'm kind of looking for like the feedback and, and like, what did you think? What, what was your, whatever. And uh, if you had anything to share, for the people that maybe haven't seen it, what would you what would you say um, or heard it? I I love it. It's and I, I'm not saying that because you're paying me and and you are paying you are paying <laughs> me, right? <laughs> like, otherwise, <laughs> uh, click <laughs> like hello hello. Uh, anyway. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I love it because I have been on this journey. The growth is amazing. I, I saw you when you were just uh, starting out. Um, I saw you when you kind of like let it go for a minute and then brought it back. You know, I was there when you did the whole like, hey, can I take this seriously? Can I make this uh, a job and everything? And then even when you went to Minnesota, I'm sorry, uh, when you went to Iowa and you settled there and then you came back out for the whole like inspiration. So I've seen it kind of evolve, but I also seen your life evolve. And because of that, I've seen uh, you become a better storyteller. Like you've, you've always been funny. Like that's just across the board. Anytime anybody meets you, they laugh. But just overall to take the journey with you, that that's what you see in the stand-up. And that's the reason why I love it so much is because you're there. I'm, you know, I'm right there with you. So when you talk about the the farmer wave or when you talk about your wife and you talk about your kids or, you know, all these different types of uh, situations that you find yourself in it's it's amazing because I remember some of the first jokes like you had a knock knock joke or one of my favorite jokes that you do that you don't do anymore so I feel like I can say and actually this makes me sound really shitty but it's the whole it's your closer in which you go like I, I, I'm going to imitate my father and then you leave the stage like <laughs> that still is so hilarious but it's also so funny to watch a crowd react that haven't seen it because it it becomes this yeah. like oh 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 and then <laughs> it's hilarious so it's these moments of uh just watching you evolve and then seeing it through uh the the lens right the camera lens so you're watching it you're watching the cuts you're watching the people react you're kind of hearing the the crowd so you got that energy going and then just seeing you be like this grown man on stage like oh look at you look at you with your little microphone okay that was that was, <laughs> that was so <laughs> uh, i'm super excited and i'm super proud of you because I mean, I've been there. I've seen it. I've seen you kind of just, you know, hustle your way through this. And, you know, sometimes people can just look at a journey and only see small parts of it and think it's not that hard. And I know comedians always have the whole thing where they're like, oh, you think this is so easy? Get on the stage and try to tell a joke. And I totally understand. You cannot tell a joke. Um, like, I've seen the just evolution of your career and I'm so proud of you so that's what I want to say that's the reason why I want you to bring it up no it, it's uh greatly appreciated I I um so so going through the process so the the so obviously I kind of mentioned this previously and I'm just gonna spend like a minute on this but leading up to the show was like a phase and then the actual show was a phase and now this whole post-production has been uh, like this, mm -hmm. this is so huge. So this whole post-production has really like been an eye opener. Like I've mentioned before, I've watched it so many different times from so many different perspectives. And at the end, I still very much am very proud of it. And, uh, I'm excited to share it. So, uh, no, very much. I appreciate that. Um, what I would like to, uh, bring up is you have, so for the last few years, you've sort of dabbled in, in passions. Like you, you kind of stumble upon something and you, you really get into it. And then you realize, you know, there's something else that I really like. It's, it's almost like a, it's, it's almost like a, step, yeah. like a, like it, a it's drug. It's the nicest way of saying flaky. That's what you basically said. No, you've always, you've always wrote, you, um, you you then kind of moved into some newer things like you got into photography and uh you now are like making short like your your screenplays and making shorts like where did this secretly i don't know like talented artist come from because you have always been like a behind the curtains person and i'm not to say you you aren't but you you really have 
inspired me in so many different ways with some of the things that you create. So uh, like, where did that come from? I just always had a very active imagination. I do uh, thank my parents and thank my aunt because uh, I was raised like with a book, right? So I was always, my head was always in a book um, to a point where that's the reason why I wear glasses because I used to squint. So I used to read in the dark, basically just having like the little light outside to kind of navigate because you know, you have to turn off your lights and go to bed. So, um, but yeah, I've always read. I read across the board. I read a lot of different things, a lot of genres, and I read uh, ahead. So that was another thing too. Like all of my, the books I was reading when I was in second grade was for fifth graders. The books I read when I was fifth grade was for like high school. And once I got into middle school, I was just reading adults, like everything adult, nonfiction, fiction, horror. Uh, romance, like all of it across the board. I, I, if I like it, I read it. Reading books more actually opened up the the imagination, right? It made me look at different worlds. It made me kind of understand different cultures a lot quicker and it broadened my worldview. So I came up with characters. I came up with uh, storylines and then I started writing my own I think it it just comes from that place of you don't see what you what you imagine. So like, uh, you know, I was this black girl in Detroit and every time a prime example, every time they would show any type of high school, uh, it's this whole idea like you're there's only one black person in the whole high school. (laughs) There might be two. There's a black boy. There's a black girl. But neither one of them even know each other or they're just friends they don't date each other and that idea concept was just foreign to me like I really thought like this is just a trope like as they always say like oh this is a trope because you know in Detroit it was 95 98 percent black people and your school basically is 95 percent black and the token people are the white people it's just it's weird so once you start seeing a lot of that type of uh, played out in the media or in books it just becomes like oh okay well let me write my all black stories and let me write something that I see and then it became let me write stuff that I'm just not reading so mythology um, and now it's like well if I'm writing it and I can visualize everything. Why not? I write it, shoot it, put it out. But um, so two out of three ain't bad. I write it, I shoot it, I don't put it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I know one of our conversations not too long ago, we were talking about you kind of putting out like start. I guess were you were you looking into starting your own like company or was it really just? Uh, like what what did we talk about where you were like uh hey i want to um like like oh right. maybe that's photography like maybe that was the photography like uh you wanted so how like how did you get into that well i, I guess i i yeah. you've always been in that um because yep. i remember in high school I, uh, well that's the thing like my my uncle was one of the first people that i know that had like all the fancy stuff so he had a, a video camera back in the day when video cameras was you know, a lot of money. He he always had that type of technology. So uh, messing around with his stuff was always fun. But also, yeah, I've always taken pictures. I've always been the person to take the picture. Um, I've never been afraid to get into the picture, but usually I'm the person taking it. And like, I have a lot of a lot of uh, pictures, like ridiculous amount of pictures uh, throughout the years of just everybody and everything. And so that just became normal. Um, I did want to really, really do the, excuse me, the LLC. Um, now looking like where we're at now, thank God I did. Like, <laughs> like, that, that's the first time in which, you know, procrastination, like the, that whole not being committed thing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it's true because I have a I have a friend who she actually is the person who took the pictures for for the for mm-hmm. for my recording show. Um, she literally launched her company and opening mm-hmm. that same day. 
And then a week later, everything pretty much got shut down. So, like, yeah. you know, it, it, it sucks. I like, know. Just, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't uh. clap my my horribleness on the back. But my problem is just across the board with everything is the whole idea of always trying to perfect it. And I think it's a situation in which, you know, you never see how people begin. You only see the ending. That's the whole idea. Even going back to talking about you, you only see this part. You don't really see the journey to get there. And when you say, hey, I've been doing this for X amount of years, it, people are like, oh, okay, well, you'll get it one day. And you're just like, <laughs> I said X amount of years. <laughs> like, give me credit. No. <laughs> so uh, I, I felt that way. And I am, I am literally my worst critic just across the board. Uh, my mom is second, by the way. I know she won't listen to this. Uh, I will say, I love her to death, but, uh, and my mom is completely supportive. So I don't want people to even hear that. But part of, of the dream that I am better than that, she's very much like, a, oh yeah, this is great and all, but you know, when you bring that fire, I'll be waiting. <laughs> You know what? I, I remember, I don't know when this happened, but uh, I remember being over your house and your mom was talking about, uh, maybe maybe it was something that you were submitting. Maybe it was a story that you were submitting or going to or that you should. And she was just like, Girl, like you need to do it. Like you're like, like I'm telling her, she'll you'll win if you do it. Like she was, she's very like supportive, mm-hmm. but like, yes like do it <laughs> like, like, exactly like, like you gotta do it so i don't know I, I i love her energy when it comes to to you and um certain mm. projects i quick question so it's two parts what was your favorite um like photo shoot i don't if that's if i think that's what they're called like what was your favorite you know time behind the camera of, of taking pictures and was there a particular moment that really turned again your hey i'm just taking pictures into hey i i, I would like to do this maybe a little bit more semi-professional um, so so okay the two parts so first part would be one of my favorite times is actually my worst time it, it <laughs> yeah. is it is um uh, she who will not be named. <laughs> Can we just call her like a fake okay, name uh, so that we have a point oh, of reference? I was gonna go with Karen. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a slur. Now. I know. So I, I slur. It, she would think it's more hilarious that we're calling her that. Uh, okay, okay, fair so, enough. Fair uh, enough. Karen, Karen. Child, who I've never. Uh, took pictures of like small small children's not well that's a lie I took pictures but nothing to that amount Karen's child uh, was very much like nah son and I felt her it's you know it's <laughs> like oh Karen it's Arizona it's hot out here and so and I took like 50 million pictures because of course I'm new and I'm trying to get with it and you know different backgrounds everything set up everything and I the reason why I say it is because it is like the worst times of just like should I still do this should I not still do this and it's some of my favorite pictures like they are gorgeous like one in particular I still think about just constantly because it came out so gorgeous she looks uh, adorable like she is and it's just it's one of those things of I don't need to do anything but crop this like I don't need to throw anything going around I need to edit it it just comes out and I think those moments that that one shot which is something that it's very hard to understand when you are taking pictures is that you know you will take all these pictures for that one shot and then sometimes you don't even get that one shot and I think uh that is something that it took it still is taking me time to understand because, you know, I want to just instantly pick up the camera, 
set everything and it, everything be perfect, but it's not that. And it, you see a lot of things in which that's the idea behind it is that as soon as they picked up the camera, they didn't have to do anything else. But it's it's not. It's you know, it's uh, is the sun out? Is the sun in the background? Is it in the, her face? Is it's just everything? So you get very technical for that one shot. And that one shot, when I took it, I was like, okay. This is something I could do. Um, maybe not with babies. Babies be fucking shit up. Learning curve, lover to dove, because I start to learn, hey, this is what you need if you are taking pictures with babies. And it's like, oh yeah, that's perfect. So so the second part of your question, <laughs> funny enough, another baby. <laughs> another baby's uh, party but here's the funniest part about this was I didn't know I was going to do this like I didn't know I was taking pictures like I, I thought I was going to you know shoot a little bit but like um I, I feel like she okay with naming her Poe Poe was like hey you know would you come in and take pictures and stuff like that I was like oh yeah cool you know I'll, I'll bring my camera all the stuff and like she was just like hey over here like and that and like I was I was on. And the thing is too, because I'm not really like I I, I become something different once you become a photographer because you have to learn how to be in other people's space, how to command other people how to pose people so if I'm comfortable around the situation and I know these people I'm a photographer for like family friends I know I can say hey over here and I can kind of move them around it's something totally different when you come into an environment which you don't know as many people and that's what it was so it was awesome because I didn't know that many people so I was kind of hesitant plus like I said I, I thought I was just there to take pictures I didn't think I was the photographer and there's a difference and so when I was doing that I was taking <laughs> pictures um her aunt which I love like basically one up me like oh okay so is this what we do a competition and her aunt started taking pictures which was <laughs> not only hilarious but also I loved it because her aunt was you know she was comfortable that was her family so her aunt was like hey everybody get into a picture and I will be off to the side like a little behind her aunt just taking the picture with them so <laughs> it was it was the best um but I will say there's this one one picture of Poe's baby and um, his, uh, I believe it's his aunt um, or maybe it's a cousin, but uh, there is, she's holding them. And I, you know me, this is the reason why I wanted your, your podcast uh, label to be black and white. I'm a sucker for black and white. Like I love it. it it's so clean. It's such a fresh look and it automatically catches your eye. And I put it in a black and white and his eyes, like, first off, her baby is so photogenic. There's not, I've never seen a bad picture of her baby, but his eyes in that photo was just amazing. And at that time, when I looked at it, mind you, this was like a month or two before I really like started to really try to take pictures. Uh, I was just like, well, maybe I should actually do this like I think I can do this and you know I tried and then once again like my strive for perfection came in and then now it's not me taking pictures because I'm still learning on that aspect but also me trying to learn post uh post-production so the editing and the post-process like all of that me trying to get better at that part kind of slowed everything down because I felt like at least to my level, I wasn't there. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, let me take a couple of classes. And then, because I don't want anybody to look at it and be like, oh, that's cool. And then throw an Instagram filter on there. <laughs> Cause that, that's, you know, heathens, you're heathens. <laughs> you know? uh, but, and also I want you to understand that iPhone is amazing, can take amazing pictures, but you have to want and believe that 
to pay money for my my picture. I'm giving you something. And outside of the experience, I'm also giving you a higher level of editing and commitment and stuff in which as soon as you print Mm -hmm. it out, you can put it on your wall. Because, you know, as much as we like Instagram, there's no way I'm printing out half of the crap that y'all put up and putting it anywhere in my house. So that that's what I want. I want something that I know for sure you will want to save outside of digital. And that's that's the appeal. All right. And so so my last my last thing is uh so you you kind of talk about not not putting things out as far as your work and, and project that you work on. Two of my favorite things that you've done um in recent years is you you shot a short with two friends. Uh one uh I'm gonna give a shout out to Jennifer who uh, actually, she she was part of she my was Instagram amazing, takeover. She was amazing, by the way. Go, Jen. And, Go, girl. Uh, and uh, I loved it. It was it was a really fun thing for her to to be a part of that. But it was it was a really it was really good. Like I I remember watching it and kind of going into it like I think I know what's maybe going to you know like it was just one of those things where like okay she's just kind of mm-hmm. retelling a story. Uh, or like tell, retelling a familiar story, and no, no, it was it was it was much more than that. And then, um, uh, I guess what I enjoyed about that was kind of the the shocking surprise reveal. Like it, it, it just it in a second it became so much more than what it was. And I remember after I watched it, I immediately rewatched <laughs> it a second time, and then a third time. Like no bullshit. I was like, this is like. It was it was it was it was fascinating, and then um, just a really fun thing is you you sent oh. me a trailer or what I thought was a trailer <laughs> of uh, a slice movie of Batman versus Superman, where uh, I was like, you know, I, I remember watching it, and you, it, it was just it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, I watched this video, I laughed, and I thought it was just a video that people like, you know, you share, like you hey. I, the funny video look here and then i don't remember you telling me you were the one who did it i think i asked um, you i think i was like hey what do you think of it he was like yeah that was pretty funny i was like all right i guess (laughs) like that's all you got (laughs) what what did you is your name on the the title um and also the strive for perfection all that jazz like i can get deep into a rabbit hole but uh we've been talking for a while so i will just answer the questions i do have the minute short that you talk about that is posted um officially so that's one thing uh but yeah i 
I actually did your 10 questions with, with day. Um, I did finish that finally, and I have that out. So that's something else in which I interview you and we do top 10 questions. Well, not top 10, but 10 questions in which we ask uh, you. Uh, so that is out. Um, so a uh, quick thing about the short. So the short is Film Riot. Uh, shout out to Film Riot. Everybody who ever makes movies know who they are, but they're amazing. Um, they used to have, well, not used to have, they have a, a one minute challenge. It's just make whatever you want, um, but do it under a minute. And uh, at the time, that was one of the challenges. And so I was like, okay, well, I have this story idea and I, I really like it. And uh, thankfully, I had great friends. Uh, so Jennifer, who's also always been like my number one actress in pretty much all my shorts. Uh, and I know it sounds like I only have one. I actually have four with Jennifer <laughs> that... Um, Three of them have not seen the light of day, <laughs> but that one did. And uh, so she was amazing. And then uh, Kay, who was the other person in it, he was amazing. Um, and then shout out to Jules, who was my behind the scene helper. She was amazing. So love all of those people. They're amazing. Um, and I did that. I cut it together and... I decided that I was like, okay, well, I think this is good enough. Um, how how long did it take you to to edit it and, and put it out? Like, what was that process? So, like, I'm that a last time? minute person, which is possibly another reason why a lot of this stuff didn't get through. <laughs> so, um, it really <laughs> took like maybe two days to do it, uh, just because it was very last minute. So like the the competition ended on Monday. We did it on Saturday. I edited all day Sunday and all the way up to Monday. So that was it. And um, I mean, it's one minute, but it's a lot, right? So that's the thing. Once, like once again, the final never shows the process and the process is long. It took us like a couple hours to kind of get everything together, set everything up. Um, both of my friends, as amazing as they are, neither one of them are actors and Jen was tired. So it was a lot of grumpiness, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I love her and she's amazing <laughs> when she's on, but I have a lot of deleted scenes in which she was not on. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, Release but, the footage. Uh, right. Exactly. So no, um, so, uh, that took. Uh, pretty much we did that Saturday night and then on Sunday that's all I did all day long edit 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 and then um, a lot of it had to be a little bit uh, what I decided was it will be kind of like a voiceover so I didn't really have to worry that much about audio right and so that helped me out a lot and then one of the things uh that you had to do was you had to use this certain type of music or i'm sorry not a certain type of music but just this application that produced music so that's what i did and i pulled that in and it's up it's called huh oh wow that sucks (laughs) oh my god brain fart look at that that's the reason why i'm horrible at this guys i i don't even remember what it what's it called anyway i'll definitely i'll okay. add it to the 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 description it's but it, and it's, it's public, on so it's on youtube it. and then the other one which you'll never see unless you're a friend um and even then it's like ugh, i don't know but the other one i did was basically a mish, uh, mash um so quick storyline very very quick uh uh, Batman versus Superman. We went to see it. Me and the, uh, Karen um, and Jennifer was joking about it, and we we all saw it together. We watched it, and one of the jokes was, you know, they really love each other, like really love each other. And then we kept talking about like this would be a better movie if you know. They were really, I mean, they're into each other. We can see the chemistry on screen. <laughs> like, why would you give us this movie? And so we kept talking about Fifty Shades because that came out during that time. And so what I basically did was I took the weekend <laughs> song from Fifty Shades of Grey and I took parts of the Batman versus Superman 
like the super long cut of the that they give and I cut that <laughs> together with the song and then I put words in between basically to I basically created the what I call it 50 shades of blue steel <laughs> that's what it was and it was uh it was nice it was really good it was uh very kinky and it it was the movie we deserved because the nonsense they gave us is ugh. and I sent it out to just the people you know because like I said I don't want to get sued um but everybody actually enjoyed it so that was awesome um uh, and I just did that. So that actually, I took a minute. That actually was longer, way longer than um, the one minute challenge, just because I was working with so much footage. Uh, I worked across two different computers. So that was another thing too. And I remember one of my biggest problems was uh, when you mess around with like footage that's already been rendered, you uh, cannot really separate the the sounds from the video. You can either completely delete the audio, but you can't like separate the sounds. So, you know, some of the Batman or I mean, the trailer has the music behind it right so you have the mood music playing and because you have that music playing in the background a lot of the stuff that I wanted to pull out you couldn't really pull it out outside of having to take everything so uh that's the reason why I kind of cut and went up and down up and down a little bit but once I threw that uh 50 shades earn it on there it was it was perfect. So that's actually one of my favorite things I've did. <laughs> and I think it's just because I, I really did it for me. Like, I enjoy watching that. That is hilarious to me. And every single time I watch it, I giggle. So like I said, I have your full interview up. 10 questions with Day. Um, we did that 2018, maybe. And yeah. What's your YouTube channel? Do Disturb. That's the YouTube channel. I wanted to make a lot more like uh, shorts, but shorts that were horror based. And that's the reason why once you uh, see the um, first that short uh, one minute challenge, you, you'll understand. Like I wanted to create more stuff like that. Suspense, horror. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's okay, called, yeah. You called it late. That's what it was. I wanted to okay. try to look it up real quick and, and, and have it. Okay. All right. Uh, last thing, I know I said that before, but uh, anything that you like knew that you're working on and or um, like I know you talked about um, and I don't know, we we even tried to do a podcast before. Like, is there anything that uh, you have that that's in the works that people can look for to see or that you you may you may uh, possibly no. share uh, no I I mean I started <laughs> to talk a lot of things and that's the reason why I kind of just stop trying to share because I'm not that person that feels obligated to prove herself like oh you know what because I said it I got to put it out now son if anything I do it out of spite of not putting it out like yeah I know I said it but who gonna check me boo uh so that's the reason why I just kind of <laughs> stop even even sharing but I mean I've been looking into doing podcasts I like I was supposed to do one right before it started and then you know that change and then I take pictures so maybe finally can edit some of those things like I, I finished one class I'm starting a new one um so that's something else uh I do want to get into shooting more uh i did download tiktok outside of just watching the you know the little cheerleader dances i was thinking about actually posting on there one thing i love about tiktok that is awesome right now that a lot of people didn't have is the ability to actually make movies but make it um in the phone so and the reason why i say it like that is that it, it TikTok has its ability to make the movies have the um, special effects and do editing. So it has the option of stopping, starting, stopping, starting, you know, slowing stuff down so that you can uh, film it, but then speeding it up. All of that is right into the app. And it's amazing because, you know, when you do anything or 
when you used to film anything, you would have to edit it. So you have to pull out, you know, iMovie or uh, Adobe Premiere or all these other ones, Final Cut, and actually, you know, cut that, like shave this off, add this. But TikTok does all of that in the app. And so kids are just outright becoming all directors and they don't even know that to them, they're just like, yeah, renegade, renegade. But it's you know it's it's so powerful (laughs) and it also makes me happy because it's going to be just the norm now Uh, and it it kind of you know equalize a lot of things so um I don't know why I started this sorry (laughs) your love for TikTok is so important and I get that I I I now Monica got on TikTok I I'm now on TikTok me and the boys did a TikTok video. Uh, it's, I understand, <laughs> I judge too hard, but I now understand your love for TikTok. But no, you're just saying, you know, yeah. ideally, like that's just an app that, you know, allows you to do other things while you have this time, you know, you you have right. other things that you can now maybe get into. So it'd be great to, I would love to hear a Tiffany podcast. Uh, and I would love if you came back on because you are, obviously a, a joy to talk with but Aww, more importantly so... a joy to listen <laughs> i want to say something more but you know, <laughs> you know me you know me i know yeah, i know so you let's, did let's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey thank you very much for making the time and, and coming on here and uh anything uh else you would like to say to the people oh uh, i'm so sorry to tune in and listen <laughs> I am so sorry. Like I try not to <laughs> ramble, and then I find myself rambling. But it's like, how can she stop? Like I don't know. So if you listen to this full thing and just like I like it, I I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what he did to you. He, he must have dickmatized you. I don't know, dog. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the first and only time I actually really cursed on here. So high five me. Like for those who know me. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, but yeah, so uh, but thank you so much for allowing me to be on here. Um, I'm about to arrive late to a happy hour that I'm hosting, but that sounds about right. That's <laughs> that's so on brand for me. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I uh, yeah I enjoy it. I always enjoy talking to you. I know we always say we we're going to do a podcast. I don't like my voice. And that's the reason why I probably won't hear this episode <laughs> or listen to it. No, thank you guys for uh, joining us. Thank you so very much for listening to us. Just have these conversations because I'm not going to lie. Whether we were recording or not, this is our conversations. It's, uh, there would have been a lot more cursing, and a lot more inappropriate humor. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this is the first time I've ever heard of <laughs> PG-13 because... No, you said F word a couple of times. So we got an R rating. <laughs> yeah, R rating it is. I appreciate it as always. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Hope you guys had fun listening. I will catch you guys on the next episode of Peace Talk Podcast. Just want to again say special thanks to uh, my season two uh, best friend, sister, person uh, being able to make this episode. Uh, we will catch you on the next one because uh, I know she'll be back. Uh, but more importantly, I'll catch you on the next one myself solo.